Hey, warriors, welcome to the Untamed Life podcast, where we are breaking free from those chains of the past and rising to lead extraordinary lives. I believe it's time for us to ditch the rules of this world that are keeping us enslaved in the grind, playing from behind, and instead opt into a conscious and strategic upgrade, one that is founded in spiritual principles that can only be accessed through the power of the heart. So if you are craving deeper, more meaningful relationships, vibrant bodies full of life force, true prosperity in all arenas, and a life of adventure, this podcast is for you. My name is Christine Jewell. I'm a high-performance coach and spiritual mentor, and together we will awaken the king or queen you are destined to be so that you can experience the fullness of life that's waiting for you. Let's dive in. All right, all right. Welcome back to the conversation. It is Christine Jewell, and I'm excited to be here with you guys. Uh, Today, we're coming off the heels of last week's podcast episode on pain, betrayal, getting past the past. Like, how do I get past this stuff where I've been hurt? I've been rejected, dejected, stabbed in the back, you know, whatever's been going on. I would say if you're human, cheers. You know, we, we've been on this planet. We will have experienced great loss, great pain. We will continue to, that's part of our human experience, right? We are spiritual beings. We're having a human experience. And part of that human experience is, uh, you know, hurt and joy. And I think that in order for us to fully be able to experience the fullness and the full range of what life has to offer us. We must be okay with experiencing the full range of it, right? The yucky stuff as well as the good stuff. And I do believe this is why, you know, we're told, consider it all joy, my brothers, the trials of many kinds, because it it is through persevering these things that we build up in character. I know that I did not say that first correctly, but I will uh, reread that for us. Consider it all joy, my brothers and sisters, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of our faith, the testing of us, you know, will produce endurance. It produces endurance and it will have its perfect effect so that we may end up being complete lacking in nothing. It's hard though, right? It's hard (laughs) when you're in the middle of it or you're on the other side of it to be thinking about the perfection that this is going to bring and how it's actually going to help us grow and become stronger and more of a loving human. It it is really hard to see it while we're in it. But today I want to talk about the seven stages or the seven steps of healing because for some of us, we just need to know where we're at in in the process. There is a process, a timing, an order to almost every single thing under the sun. In fact, that is what the word says. There is a time and a season for every single thing under the sun. And in our journey of healing, there is a time and a season in the process of getting to the place where we're out the other side and we're like, great, I'm stronger, I'm wiser, I'm more patient, I'm more loving, I'm kinder, I'm whatever because of this this experience that I just passed through, right, this fire. So what are the seven steps? We're gonna unpack them. Uh, And I I wanna invite you just to consider, you know, maybe one area of your life because we all have wounds. I invite you to consider where's one area of your life where maybe you're still struggling, you're still very triggered, um, yeah, that, that you might still have some healing to do. You might still be in the process of healing. And before I start, I want to say this, I get this question all the time. 
how long? <laughs> how long does it take? How long does does healing usually take? There's like all these different formulas, like uh, one month for every year you are married, and you know x amount of time after something happens before you should date, before you should get remarried, before you should hire the next thing or whatever. I don't buy into any of that. I think it's really our ability to recognize our self-awareness about where we're at in the process, our ability to surrender to the process, to trust the process, to be able to move through the process is what allows things to either speed up or slow down or come to a complete halt. Sometimes for decades, I have met people that have had three decades stuck in depression and anger, right? Like, and that's just where they are, right? And then I have people that that I know, and then there's been times where I've moved through things quicker. So I want to say that there's no timeline, but there is a time and a season for all these things. And I also want to say this before we jump in is that the more we're stretched, the more we grow, sometimes those old pains, like I mentioned in the last podcast, will come up to the surface. The wounds are there, they get triggered again, and they just show us where we still have another layer of, of healing that gets to happen. But now we have more awareness so we can move through these processes. And like, I could take someone through this process in, in under an hour on a call, but it's, it's not like it's a one and done, right? You'll have multiple layers of this so we're always going through this, uh, sometimes months at a time, weeks at a time, we can, we can take ourselves through this process in a shorter period. And then we get to be, be patient with ourselves. All right, let's dive in. Number one, when something happens that just rattles us to the core, what is the first stage? The first stage is usually shock, denial, like, oh my God, no, this can't be happening. This cannot have just happened. What just happened? Holy Toledo, right? And so usually what happens, there is shock, right? At that initial trauma, talked about this last time. There's also denial, a lot of denial. Like, I don't want to see, I don't want to know, don't tell me, I don't want to know. We experience this when people we love get hurt, get sick, pass away, decide not to be in a relationship with us. When we receive news, something horrible happened. Maybe there's been somebody got cheated on or somebody found some, um, you know, betrayal inside of their company or God knows, right? <laughs> Money involved, like anything. So denial is stage one. Stage one is, so are you still in denial? And I know that when I'm working with someone that is just there, they're just refusing to, there, there's no way they're even moved on to acceptance, which is stages down the road. They're just in this space. And so the more we try to fight with them to be like, no, can't you see this is happening? It's, it's like the more they will dig in, the more they will be in denial. They don't want to see they're not ready. It's too much of a shock. So depending on how much of a shock it is to our system, will depend how long we stay in this place. The next stage is usually some sort of anger right? The fire, the irritation, the inflammation. I talked about that again in the last episode when I was relating the, the healing to, to a physical wound. You know, there's usually that inflammation. But anger, experiencing the anger at maybe the situation, anger at the person, anger at the people involved, anger at ourselves. Like there's all these different layers of anger, which are actually really healthy part of the process. We need to get angry. We need to experience, let me choose a better word. We get to experience 
the emotion of anger rising, which shows us what's not okay, what wasn't okay for us, what was out of integrity, what was out of order, what did not meet our own standards, right? And sometimes we are, we, we do, I, I've gotten angry at myself for going, how did I allow that to happen? Like, I'm angry that I didn't show up better in that relationship. I'm angry that I didn't see things. I chose to be blind. I chose to be deaf to the situation. I've been angry at other people or my staff. I've been angry that I haven't seen things that were happening inside of my team because I was so distracted with other things that I thought were more important. And I didn't see the things that were happening right under my nose, right? So anger is, again, an essential piece of our process. So this is when we, we project a lot of things. And again, when someone, especially when we've been in a situation where we've been taken advantage of or in, uh, abused in some way, maybe we've even been the, the one to be taking advantage of or being abusive in some way. There's so many ways we can do this, right? We abuse ourselves, you know, and we don't take care of our health. And then, so we find out, and then it's like the anger comes in, like, how did I even allow this to happen? That's essential because that's what moves us, you know, to want to make something different. The third stage of healing and emptying ourselves is we kind of get into space sometimes where we try to bargain. And I always say this, uh, it is funny how often we fall into this when something happens, we're struggling, we're we're kind of grasping at this point, right? We're grasping. So we start bargaining. We're trying, we're like grasping at straws. Sometimes this looks like staying in a relationship that's wrong and beginning to compromise our values just so the person will stay. I've seen this so much in the, in the, in the corporate world or at work where we're like, okay, fine. Like we're going to keep this employee on because we're afraid of losing this, this account or losing this deal. But then it creates so much dissension. And now it's just creating a hot mess. We start bargaining. We start bargaining with God. Like, okay, I know I messed up. This totally happened. Why are you doing this to me? Why are you doing this to my family? Why are you doing this to my kids? Please, please, please. And we start trying to maybe negotiate. <laughs> So the third stage is usually some sort of bargaining, negotiating, trying to, you know, compromise, trying to figure out. And it comes from this place of like scrambling and grasping and trying to hold on to any ounce of like the past or what we can still, we still have our grips on there, right? There's this fear that's like, oh my gosh, if I let go of this, then I'm done for. Like I'm, I'm really going to be out to dry, right? We're going to lose the clients. I'm going to lose the relationships. I'm going to be alone again. I'm, I'm going to be at a loss. I won't have the money. I won't have the means, whatever the thing is. So we will bargain. We will negotiate. And I want to pause here because I've done this so many times and I notice it, especially when our clients are doing it, when we are starting to really wanting to bargain and negotiate with our spouse, you know, or with God, right? When it's been very clear the direction that we're told to go and it's very clear this person has told us something, but we're just like trying to convince and trying to convince them and trying to convince ourselves. And it's so much effort and it goes nowhere except for just it like makes the problem worse. The next stage stage four is once we realize, okay, I'm not actually getting anywhere, right? I'm asking for the wrong things. I'm compromising. I'm coming at this from the wrong angle. I'm grasping, um, is, is almost like a depression. 
a heaviness that sits in when we begin to realize the reality of this situation. Now, we're not quite accepting it yet, but we're now starting to maybe feel hopeless about the situation. Like I, there's nothing I can do. Like this person's gone. Dad's not coming back. You know, my husband's not coming back or the, the, whatever the, I did not make the team, right? The kids did not make the cut or whatever it is that person, this happened. And it's, it's almost like a feeling of, of despair, hopelessness, but it's, it's a depression and it feels heavy. And I, and I just want to say that, you know, we can experience states of feeling depressed, of depression, which is just a lot of heaviness. It's a lot of weight. It's a lot of emotional weight. It's a combination of all the things, all the sadness and all the grief and all the loss and all the, all the, all the anger and like, is everything that's just piled on. And there's like this weight of emotion that makes us feel depressed. It pushes us down. And now we have no energy and we don't even have the motivation to get up and do the things. We don't want to show up in the relationship. We don't want to show up for the things we used to love. We're just like apathetic, heavy, tired. Uh, apathetic is not the right word we're heavy, we're tired. We just don't know what else to do. And that is also a stage. So I just want to share with you that that can be a stage. It does not have to be forever unless you don't move to the next step. The next step is when we begin to feel that we are in that place of everything I'm trying, nothing is working. All of my bargaining, all of my denial, all of my anger is not getting me anywhere, right? It's time to just accept, accept that this is what happened. It is what it is. It has taken place. I cannot change the past, right? I cannot change this person. I cannot go back and rewrite the way things happen, but I can begin to change my relationship, my perception about what happened. I can begin to change my experience with it, perhaps, right? So we're not quite there yet, but acceptance is the place where we get to that. We're like, okay, I'm finally ready <laughs> to just accept where I'm at, accept where that person's at, accept that this thing happened. This is a huge piece of getting to the place also where we can forgive others. Uh, when I do my coaching program inside of the initiation, we talk a lot about how to unlock the heart, how to open the heart. A huge piece of this is moving into the state of acceptance so that we can actually forgive, which is the next stage is, is actually love entering in. In step six, after we have acceptance, we actually give ourselves permission. We give God permission. We give love permission to come back in and we start to open ourselves up to say, okay, I'm willing, right? I'm open. I'm willingness is huge. And this is where we actually have the capacity and the ability to forgive. If we try to forgive someone when we're angry, if we try to give, tell someone, I forgive you when we're in this bargaining match with them, if we, you know, are still in this really heavy place and we're like, I forgive you. And we have not gone through this stage of acceptance that forgiveness will not free you. It will not free them. It'll still be there. True forgiveness does come in when we were able to really just get to a place of like pure acceptance, right? And, and now it's, it's more of a neutral state in our body, which means we have emptied ourselves 
of all the anger and all the resentment and all the bargaining and everything else. And we can, we can just be here. And this is the place where we surrender. I think acceptance is almost like, you know, I come and I lay everything down that I thought I needed. I lay everything down that I thought was going to work and be and everything else. And I just, you know, when, when God says like, lay it at the altar, like give it to me and I lay it down and I just accept the things I cannot change, right? Give me the power to accept the things I cannot change. And then I give it to God and I allow him to fill me in the spaces where that was all consuming, where that was taking up so much bandwidth, so much space. And this is the place where I allow and invite love to enter in, where I say, God, fill me up, right? Love, fill me back up. I'm open. I'm willing. I want to learn. I want to know what it's like to be free from this, right? To live in a different place. And, and I want to really say that this sixth six step is, is where we, it requires us to invite, invite love back in. What I love about God, what I love about Jesus, what I love about, you know, this relationship I have with God is that he will not force himself on you. He is always present. He is always available. But a great relationship will not force itself. Someone who really loves you will not force themselves on you. Unconditional love does not force itself. It is invited in. It's always there. It's always available. But we block it. We block this unconditional love. We block grace. We block mercy. We block our, our receiving of it because we, we're just like, no. You know, so it, it requires that we invite love in, mercy in, grace in to take over us, right? In all of those places where we've now feel empty, where we've emptied ourselves. And this is what allows us to move into the final stage, which is being consumed, overtaken, filled with love, right? Where now we're able to move from love. We're able to forgive from love. We're able to extend grace because we have been consumed or filled with forgiveness, with love, with patience, with kindness, with understanding, by the way, with gentleness, <laughs> with self-restraint, the ability to just pause and have self-awareness. These are the fruits of the spirit, by the way, in case you don't realize what I'm talking about. These are the fruits of the spirit is when we are filled, you know, with this love, with this state, it then comes out of us. It's what pours out of us. This is what I believe it means to go through this entire beautiful healing journey and, and go from the place where we are so angry, so closed up, so locked up, so bitter, so resentful that we're blocking everything out or repelling it, even though we say we want it. And we're playing these games with grasping and then getting angry and getting triggered and then feeling depressed and hopeless. Like we'll never find the person, find the person on our team, find the one who will love us unconditionally conditionally. And, and we play these games with these different stages of healing, right? We play these games. We have these relationships with denial. We have a relationship with anger. We have a relationship with, with bargaining and manipulating and trying to get our way. We have a relationship with actually being in the heavy place. Like some of us have been so conditioned that everything has to feel heavy all the time. And he, like a huge challenge for us that that becomes our emotional home. 
we want to begin to have a relationship with learning to be more accepting, right? What, what would acceptance say? What would it sound like? Am I willing to allow love to come in, to give me eyes to see this differently? Otherwise my anger will look at it, right? My depression will look at it. My bitterness will look at it. So it is a, it's a process. It's a journey. You can't rush it. Okay. And I just want to, again, circle back where I started that a lot of times we're going through these things. I'm working with clients on helping them overcome really difficult situations. And, and again, whether it was a broken marriage, a broken partnership and business, a broken into like family dynamic between mother, father, or between parents, uh, siblings. I mean, it's crazy how much brokenness there is. And at the end of the day, I really believe all of our problems, all, if you, if you listen to this, all of our problems are relationship problems. Every single problem we experience in our life is a, has a direct correlation to our relationship problems And our relationship problems are usually relationship with ourself, with our identity, right? With our own heart relationship with God, with the spirit, with our creator, with the one that is here to support us relationship with one another, with the opposite sex could be your relationship with money, your relationship with time running out of time, your relationship with needing to be needed, <laughs> right? With control. We have relationships with all these things. So Whatever is causing friction in your life, I want to challenge you and invite you to look at what type of relationship do you have with the things in your life? And if you have tense, uptight, closed relationships that maybe are volatile and hot and cold and they're not thriving, there's some healing that gets to happen in this arena, whether it's your love relationship, whether it's business relationships, whether it's a relationship with your business right? You've got to go through these stages with your business. <laughs> You've got to go through these relationships, uh, these stages with God. I've, I work with so many people that want to have deeper faith a deeper spiritual walk, but they have, they're in denial. They have anger, right? They're still have this like transactional relationship going on with religion or with God. And they're not able to experience this all consuming love relationship that's available. So I'm so curious. This was honestly, I love this episode. I love this conversation. I'm so curious what is coming through for you guys. I really hope that this is landing for you. I want to end where I started and remind you to consider it all joy, my brothers, my sisters, when we are encountering these various trials, these pains, these hurts, I know it's hard when you're in the middle of it, but know that it will test you know that it will stretch you, know that it will grow you. It will produce character. It will produce endurance. And in the end, if you allow yourself to go through this process, it will have a perfect result so that you may be perfect and complete <coughs> so that you may be lacking in nothing. You guys, thank you for being here. Thank you for tuning into the show. And as always, if you have somebody that you know is going through a hard time right now and they maybe are in one of these stages, <clears throat> you've been trying to support them, maybe you're in this stage, like share this, share this message with someone, hit forward. It really, this is how we spread the word. If you have not already subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and do that. And I just want to say that as always, I love, love, love to connect with you. If you guys are not on the email list already, you can click on the link below. We can get connected. I send out 
you know, guided practices, information for live events that are coming up, like coaching opportunities to work together. So I really invite you to get connected into the world. I'd love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe and follow. And uh, just remember that it is all a process. Life is a process. God is a God of process. And, and every time we are in the process and we are just allowing ourselves to go through it and we can find joy in the process, that's when we get to really experience the fullness, the fullness of life. You cannot experience unconditional love and pure joy if you have not felt the absence of it, right? That's why that void in our heart, it's meant to be filled. You know that you know once you've found it because you know what it's like to be without. You know what the opposite is. You'll know extreme joy because you know extreme sadness. You know extreme you know, acceptance because you felt rejection. Like that is, that is the beauty is can I be someone that can hold um, space for the full range, the full range of what life has to offer me and healing, healing uh, our brokenness is a huge, huge, huge piece of this. So I hope you enjoyed this show until next time. Here's to loving fiercely, leading courageously, Make sure if you have not done so that you click on the link below, you get connected to us today. Join the email list. And if you want to learn more about coaching, uh, make sure that you check out the application to work with me. All right. Bye for now. We will see you in the next episode. Thanks again for joining me in today's episode. It is my intention to bring you valuable heart shifting content every time that will upgrade your life. If you're a new listener, make sure you follow the podcast so you can stay up to date as future episodes roll out. And I invite you to head on over and join my free community, Warriors of the Heart on Facebook. In there, you'll find bonus trainings, a game-changing assessment tool, and exclusive member-only offers. Until next time, Warriors, here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously in the untamed life, the only life worth living.